0: What do we mean by Self-Transformation Day? In 1916, our founding teacher, So San was enlightened. After his great enlightenment, the first thing he did was a land reclamation project. So San and his followers built a dike to create farmland out of a marsh. It took them over two years. In 1918, a worldwide flu pandemic was rampant. This did not stop the project, however. 42 acres of fertile land for rice cultivation were created to provide income and livelihood for the local village and the Young One Buddhist community. Laboring together instilled in Sothe San's first disciples a spirit of a selfless service. When our Dharma friends labored together, developing Our temples in North Carolina, the spirit of togetherness and selfless service create a deep bond of affinity. After the land reclamation project was completed, Sothe San's nine most devoted students meditated and prayed, each at a different mountain for 100 days. Toward the end of this prayer time, San asked whether the disciples would be willing to let go of everything about themselves, for the deliverance of all suffering beings. The disciples did not hesitate to say they would do everything in their power to fulfill this vow. To show their resolve, on August 21st in 1919, each disciple pressed their thumb on a sheet of white paper. Even though they used no ink, red thumbprint emerged. So San proclaimed this as a sign of the disciples' sincerity, devotion, and faith. This event is known as the miracle, miracle of the blood seal on white paper, which we now observe as the day of self-transformation. On this day, the nine disciples received their Dharma names, signifying spiritual rebirth. Since then, we have honored the founding spirit of One Buddhism by celebrating this auspicious day of letting go of self. When I first encountered this story about the emergence of blood-red fingerprints on a piece of paper, I was not sure whether I had to literally believe in the event. Now my focus has shifted to the state of the mind of the disciples, their wholehearted trust, and belief in Sutessan's vision for delivering all sentient beings. The nine disciples felt deeply moved and honored when they were asked would you be with me to liberate us all? Are you willing to give up all your secular desires to realize this vision with me?" Their hearts were full and united with their teacher's mind and heart. Sotaesan addressed the nine disciples, If your mind is concentrated and completely devoid of selfishness, your mind and heart become as one with the great virtue of heaven and earth. Each of your minds possesses an element that can move the wheel of heaven. Always remember that each of you has a responsibility to deliver all sentient beings out of suffering. A willingness to transform ourselves for the sake of truth and for the sake of all sentient beings continues to be the fundamental spirit of One Buddhism. Dear friends, I am honored to observe this special day of self-transformation with you in this challenging year. Deep congratulations to all of you who continue to practice at this uneasy time, and especially to our three Dharma friends who are receiving Dharma names on this day of a transformation? Jared Hillis One Jeryong Ryong One Ryong. May your dragon energy deliver the truth of ill one. And Freeman One Heady. One Hedi, may you share the wisdom of the ill one to benefit all. Hali One Cha Yu, One Cha Yu, may you be liberated through the truth of the ill one.
1: I'm Jared. One zero, and my former tagline before receiving this beautiful Dharma name was from Utah. How does the direct progeny of English Mormon pioneers and someone who was a Mormon missionary, you know, like the Book of Mormon play, an alumnus of Brigham Young University, and someone who? has only ever lived out West. How in the world does someone like this get tangled up with a bunch of Buddhists in North Carolina? It's not that dramatic. My spiritual path has, like many of you, been one of seeking and exploration. The fourfold grace and the affinity it engenders has brought me here today. I've come to see that this grace will continue to unconditionally nourish the true nature that is the real me, regardless of whether I recognize it or even practice at all. Failing to practice, however, would surely be a missed opportunity to realize freedom of the heart and the mind, and that is precisely what grabs me about One Buddhism. When asked by a student what One Buddhism teaches, Master So Tae-san proclaimed yong which is Sino-Korean for how to use our minds. Cardinal Master Tong san Reiterated this same concept in my favorite one Buddhist expression and now The sign off on the bottom of all my email mom Tarapsida, which is Korean for watching our hearts and our minds Going it alone It's lonely and hasn't worked all that well for me. I spent the first 20 plus years doing the mormon thing it's how i was raised muscle memory if you will and for almost three decades now i've been meditating philosophizing thinking about enlightenment and what it means the time has come a new dharma name and a commitment to keeping the precepts complements the rock-solid sangha that has so lovingly embraced this. With a solid practice and intentional associations like you all, it's possible to declutter, as Reverend Gong is fond of doing, all of the burdensome distractions that are everything but true nature, the real me, the Dharmakaya Buddha, and the truth. Of Irwan Sang.
2: It is now almost 10 years since I've been coming to the temple for meditation services and study group meetings. One might wonder, why did it take me so long to request a Dharma name? I have wondered why it has taken me so long. I'd like to share my questioning journey with you. When I first began coming to the temple, I issued to myself one should. And that should was no shoulds. I would only participate in any temple services and activities if I wanted to, if it drew me in some way, if it made sense to me, or if I felt it would benefit me. I found I really wanted to come to the services to get better at meditating to study the Juan Buddhist scripture, even to volunteer, of all things. But I felt no draw, no pull to receive a Dharma name. I just let the question sit within me. Over time, I started doing many of the things that go along with having a Dharma name. Regular attendances at services, studying the scripture, praying, contributing money regularly, All of these things I felt happy to do, no shoulds. Was I resisting getting a Dharma name? Did it seem like I was joining a club? Did it seem elite somehow? I did not want receiving a Dharma name to have anything to do with my ego. Finally, after almost 10 years, it came to me without my figuring it out. It would be like joining a chosen family. I would be allowing an extra layer of support from fellow enthusiastic travelers on this path. That that support would enhance my growth more than I could ever do by myself. That accepting that support from others as well as my offering it to others are in themselves such a valuable part of Juan Buddhist teachings. We are not meant to reach for enlightenment alone. We need each other on this path. It is exactly in that receiving and giving that I experience my oneness with others, with Il Wan, with the force. It feels to me like a huge leap of faith for this lifelong loner to join hands with my Buddha buddies. What's really great is that after all these years, I am joyous to do so.
3: Hello, Temple community. I'm so grateful for you and this opportunity to deepen my practice. My name is Holly North, I found the Chapel Hill Wan Buddhist Temple three years ago. At the time, I would compare myself to being on a lifeboat out in turbulent waters. When I found the temple, a lifeline was tossed out to me from a great ship. I have been pulling myself in on this lifeline towards the greater boat. Now I am at the ladder, ready to climb on board. The ship is steady, and I am on course. On this ship, I will not be alone. We are in a storm, but from this vantage point, I can see a lighthouse guiding us to the shore. The ship came to pull in all of the lifeboats still out at sea, including mine. Stepping onto this ship means I'm ready to embark on a greater mission. Taking a Dharma name is a step to fully committing to my practice. On this path, I have a place to ground my feet, whereas on the lifeboat, I was rocking and could barely hold on. With the support of the entire crew and members on board this ship, I can find my way to the shore where I can put my feet on solid ground. I vow to put my full faith and trust in the truth of Il Wan to lead the way. From this day forward, my path is renewed I am ready for this new phase in my practice, a deeper one, than I had before. This new phase will lead me to the lighthouse within myself so that I can be a guiding force for others still out at sea.
4: My Dharma name is Wan Du Chang. Du Chang means clear mind and that is my aspiration for my practice. Your dharma name signifies your choice to commit yourself to this path the great way. You have a new network of peers to help you understand and apply the dharma moment to moment in your daily life. You share the bond of pursuing this life practice and support each other on this tremendous journey. Your involvement With temple programs means more exposure to the concentrated dharma and community of a living, working Buddhist temple, a thriving mind garden where you may grow. I'm excited for you. May you become expert masters at the way of living.